I'm this kid from Brooklyn. It never leaves me. I want to make our kids proud, and I want to make a significant difference in the lives of people. Howard Schultz, the former chairman and CEO of Starbucks, said that best in a conversation with Oprah Winfrey. Welcome to the Social Interactions Podcast. I'm Kevin, and I want to talk to you about inspiration, motivation, positive energy, life goals, and anything else that will boost your day. The moment you share your stories with other people is when you really connect with them. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode, friends, of Social Interactions. Today, we're talking about creating a leadership mindset. And today, my guest is Jocelyn Diane. And let me tell you something. We're going to get into her later, but she is on a future leadership path to success, and I can't wait for you to hear her story. So what is a leadership mindset, friends? Like, you know, what are you talking about, Kev, right? Like, what do you mean? Like, am I a superhero leader? Am I a boss leader? Am I just a leader in the family? Well, let's get into it. Having a leadership mindset can be simply defined as how we see ourselves either in our professional roles and also the stories we tell about who we are. So let's think about that. In a professional world, if you're a boss, you're a leader, right? If you're in charge of a team, you're their leader. If you're the CEO of a company, like I mentioned earlier, Howard Schultz, former CEO. I can relate to that quote, can you? The leadership mindset is one of the most important, but also least understood and the most neglected elements in the evolution of a leader. Friends, think about this for a second. You remember the game Follow the Leader? That's right, the game that we played as children. What did we learn from Follow the Leader? What did we do? Well, when the leader said, hey, we're going to walk this way, we did that. When they say, follow the leader and say the following, we did that, right? But here's the key thing that I think all of us missed as children during this Follow the Leader game. The real name of Follow the Leader is learn from the leader so you can be one right? It's not like follow me off the bridge and follow me to make bad decisions. Although I've done it. I mean, shit, peer pressure is a motherfucker and I ain't no saint, man. We'll get into that another day. But some people are just born natural leaders. You know, they wake up and they go, I'm I'm a leader. That's it. I, they come out the womb and they're like, let's do it. Let's get to it. Fuck it. But you know, some people are not. Some people just like to follow other people's leads because that's where they feel comfortable. And that's fine. But if you're on the path to being a leader, some of the things you need to think about is why do you want to become a leader? How do you get there? Are you leading with light and love? Like I always say, you know, I looked into the astrology world, right? I'm, I'm not a big astrology person. No, they say that Leos are labeled as leaders. Shout out to them. <laughs> I'm a Leo. Ooh, I don't want no smoke, guys. But let's let's not get too technical, okay? In the astrology world of a Leo, they kind of say that Leo, Leo, excuse me, that Leos like to lead and they like to be out front. People who think they know that they can lead, they actually struggle with keeping the mindset because they can't understand how to create it. They haven't created it yet. See, shit, I struggled with that my whole life. Uh, and I'm a Leo. I wanted to be a leader. I was like, follow me. Let's do it. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, I have the leadership mindset. And I didn't learn that till later in life. So the stigma of, you know, Leos are the leaders of whatever, that doesn't mean shit to me until you create the mindset in your brain. As a kid, you know, I would say, hey, follow me and do what I say. But what 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 happens next? Nothing. Because I didn't create the leadership mindset, friends. I never believed in it. Until now, you fast forward, I'm 34 years old, and I am now in a position where I believe in it. I believe what I preach. I believe what I talk about. It took a long time to get there. 
but I believe in it. Currently, at my job, I have a, a title. I'm a general manager. And it wasn't until this job where I'm at right now where the leadership creativity really, really got even more intense and I and I started to really hone in on what that mindset is. You know, I always, in the past, I had leadership positions that I, I thought I knew what I was doing, but fuck, man, I was lost completely. I had no clue. I knew the basics on how to be a leader, but I needed all the elements to evolve as a true leader. And today, I can honestly sit here and tell you, that's how I feel. I am. And I'm speaking proudly. I am a leader. And a lot of people might disagree with some of my leadership ways, and that's okay. It's totally fine. We're, we're not going to always see eye to eye. But what I try to do is I try to bring the best out of people. And you know what? To evolve into a true leader, friends, that shit starts right up top in your mind. You got to wake up and believe that shit. So I started looking some things up and I started applying some of my real life stuff. And I wanted to share some tips I learned along my journey to creating a leadership mindset. The first one is practice discipline. A good leader needs discipline. You need to always challenge yourself to be disciplined. Now, some people might listen to this and go, Kev, you can be an emotional mess sometimes. You're fucking damn right. But a lot of times I, I hold it and I, and I process and I try to be disciplined on my decision making and when I talk to people. And I might disagree with them sometimes. But, you know, one of the core values in the company I work for is challenge ideas and not people. Think about that, right? When I heard that shit, I was like, oh, I get it now. Number two, friends, take on projects, more projects, okay? A great way to develop your leadership skills is to take on more responsibility and be accountable. I mean, you can disagree, but, you know, the more responsibility you take on as a leader and, and you say, hey, I want that challenge, please give me that, right? Let, let's go to the leadership buffet table and you go, I want that right there. The person who's at the buffet station will either serve it to you or just look at you like, take it. The right person behind that table should probably look at you and go, what are you waiting for? You want that bacon? Take that fucking bacon. All right. Along your leadership journey, here's another tip. You need to learn how to follow a little bit. Remember what I said, friends, earlier. Learning to follow is really learning from others. Okay? That is you being humble and open to learning. Check your motherfucking ego at the door. Check your ego because if there are people above you or who have more responsibility or more experience or more wisdom and they're just trying to help you along the way, well, shit, you should probably shut up and listen and understand if they're a good person, they're probably coming from a good place. Now, if they're a shitty person, you know what to do. We talked about toxicity, removing it from your life. Next tip, guys. Inspire others. I mean, hello. Isn't this what this podcast is all about? Isn't what my name on Instagram, it says inspire with Kev, right? I mean, hell, y'all inspire me to do this. I mean, you're inspiring me right now to talk about this. Ignite other people's passions and inspire people to be the best for themselves so that they can be the best for you. Come on now. Shout me out. Let's talk about it. And the last tip, friends, is always be open-minded to learning. Never stop trying to learn more, okay? 
I want to know as much as I can. I'm a sponge soaking up information. If you put a review on this pod, on this episode, on the series, shit, I'm learning from you. Whether it's good or bad, I want to know how you feel so I can get better. If you want to teach me something right now, I'm welcome to it. Shoot me a DM at Aspire with Kev, submit a review, and I will answer back. And I will talk to you because I want to know how you feeling in your mind. You probably got a better leadership mindset than I do. And hell, I want to know what that mindset is. I want to I want to hear from you. I want to learn from you because it is possible you are on that path already. So shit, drop some knowledge to me then. All right, friends. So those were my quick tips, okay? And I hope it helps you to be a better version of yourself and become a better leader because I know you can be, okay? Your potential has no limit and there is no glass ceiling that you need to break through. None. That That's a... Fuck that, man. I used to have that all the time. Glass ceiling, I gotta break through it. There's no fucking glass ceiling, okay? Just walk right through the door, take what the hell you want, and say, I want to do this. This is what I'm going to do. Alright? You know, challenges in life are always thrown at you. And so you need to accept that shit and conquer them. Fuck up the world and show it that you are the leader. Okay? Let me say that again, friends. Fuck up the world and show it that you are their leader. What's going on, Jocelyn? How are you? Kev, I'm great. How are you? Good morning. Happy Thursday. <laughs> so, man, it's been 10 years. We, we, I mean, we probably, we saw each other like two years ago and we'll get into that. But uh, we, we go back, man. We go way back. Years ago, back <laughs> the, the the Dylan's days. We'll we'll protect the rest of the company, but the Dylan's days. If some people who are listening to this, you'll you'll probably know what we're talking about. So, Justin, I, I like to ask everybody the same question when they jump on here. Um, what are you currently working on, and what inspired you to get started on what you're working on? Okay, so currently, mm-hmm. I'm actually um, I work from home and I run my own business. Um, I'm partnered with the number one uh, luxury hair care in the world, which is Monet. Mm-hmm. And I guess the driving force behind me doing what I do is just wanting more. Yeah. You know, I, I recently just um, moved back to New York. I was actually living in L.A. for 10 months. Okay. And, you know, I got a taste. I want to say I got a taste of like the good life, you know, yeah. sunshine, palm trees. I can just, you know, take a quick ride to the beach, you know, just living the life. So I feel like. I think my force behind it would be wanting to give my family more, make yeah. it, you know, give them experience it, have them take a flight or have them, you know, travel and do things outside of New York, outside the Bronx and really just show them that there's more to what they see going on in the corner or, you know, what's going on in the news. There's so much more to life. Right. You know, I feel like I moved to LA to like, Oh, the grass is greener on the other side. And yeah. When I got there, I kind of saw it's like, no, the grass is greener where you water it. And it's like, I was kind of like just, you know, living in this, oh, let me just get away from all my problems kind of thing. And it's like, I moved to LA and I did that. But I started to realize, you know, I'm living this life, but what about my family back home? And, you know, I want to be able to give them that experience that there is more to life. And, you know, when you do give yourself the opportunity to grow, Mm -hmm. you can, you know, get the fruits of your labor. That's so so amazing, uh, man! Shout out to your family, man. They they <laughs> they they let you go. They probably were like, 
what? And we'll get into your LA trip in a minute, and that's awesome. But so I'm, I'm always, you know, I, I, I have friends on Instagram from all over, and you and I go way back once again, and we could talk about that forever. But we're not going to get into some of those nightmare <laughs> stories. But <laughs> I sure. always see you posting a lot of leadership and inspiring material. So like you're in Monet, but like how did you get to where I know you from to where you are today? Besides your family being the driving force, like how did this all get started? If I want to be honest, mm-hmm. um, I get. I hope I'm answering your question right. Okay. I don't like listening to other people. I don't like doing Just, what other people want me to do. Yep. I, I, I'm I'm like my own person. I when I have an idea, I'm like I'm gonna just run with, and you know nothing's really gonna stop me. It doesn't matter what people say or you know the opinions. I just, you I just, just I, I love to just yeah. I, I'm I feel like I you know I could wake up every day and like go to work and like do these things, but what do I do for myself? I hear you. No, that's that's like a good segue because like I was going to ask you, what does the leadership like having a leadership mindset mean to you? And you kind of answered it like, you know, no offense, but fuck it. You know, like I'm going to do my own thing. Like, I don't care. Like, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a mover. I move things out of the way to get things done. So like, where does that where does that come from? Like, who 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 gave you that inspiration? Like, you know, it had to come from somewhere, you know, it, it would definitely have to be my mom. Yeah. My mom is just like. I get emotional talking about her, but she's just, you know, raised, you know, as a single mom, six kids, she always showed me that nothing was impossible. If you, you set your mind to it, you can do whatever it is that you want to do. And it doesn't matter what obstacles are in your way. You figure out a way to, to get through it. You know, you aren't going to go through something if you can't get through it. And I feel like that's what she showed me to always just be an independent woman and to just always go after what I want and just never you know, be distracted by opinions or, right. you know, oh, that's so stupid or that's so silly. It's like, if I have the tunnel vision and I see the bigger picture, yeah. just go after it because not everybody has to see your vision. As long as you know what you're trying to achieve and you know what you're going after, that's all that should matter. So uh-huh. my mom definitely the driving force because she, she just, she, I don't even know how she made it happen. <laughs> now as an adult, I'm like, you know, paying bills and doing this. I'm like, wait, how did my mom do this with six kids? So, you know, that's definitely my motivation for sure. Definitely. I could say she had the the leadership mindset to not give up. You know, I, I, mm-hmm. I before you jumped on, I, I kind of talked about like, no matter what leader you are in life, whether you're a CEO of a company uh, or the leader of the family, your mom was the leader of the family. And, and mm-hmm. some of those examples she gave you is is embedded in you now. So, that's awesome. Shout out to your mom, man. Like many blessings to your family and, and your you siblings. Too. Like I hope they listen to this at some point later in the spring and go, yo, <laughs> like, you know, we, we might have to do a little bit better than our, than our sister, but uh, it's all friendly competition. Yeah. Right? Is that her? Yeah, oh. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we go back, you know, like I said, back in the Dylan's days. And I remember, you know, I was an assistant manager. We worked with Mark, and and you were like our leader who helped us round the troops. But what would you say, like back then, was your like biggest challenge uh, that you struggled with? Like, because you just kind of like got into that position, and you listen, you knew how to do the job. But like, you know, we had days, right? Like there were days where yeah. you would come to me and be like, oh, I can't can't do it with these people kev like i can't these people are killing me and so like what were the big struggles that you had at being in that role like 
I think it's learning, like being in a leadership role, I think it's learning how to separate friendship from business and, you know, like in that type of term. And I think that kind of was like my biggest, you know, my probably my biggest challenge because everyone saw me as like, oh, but that's Jocelyn, that's my friend. You know, it's like, she's going to let me do what she, you know, what I want to do or like, you know, she's going to cover for me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you have to, you have to have to have that separation because not you fall back as a leader mm-hmm. and your role starts, you start falling back into that. I don't want to say worker role because it's not that you're better than anybody in terms of like being a leader, mm-hmm. but there was obviously something that, you know, someone higher up saw in you as a person. Yeah. And I think that's what I, you know, my challenge, just having to separate that friendship to business and like, oh my God, but I don't want them to be upset at me or mm-hmm. I don't want them to think that I'm a, you know, a bee or mm-hmm. this and so it's like having that friendship you definitely have to separate that when you're in a leadership role i hear you um i think we've had that conversation in the past people have had that conversation with me when i first started and you know to anyone who is getting a leadership position for the first time at work or just in life if you're owning your own business like you gotta separate the two because if you don't well you're gonna have tons of problems, and people are gonna take things personal when you're like, "Hey, do this and do that," and then, yeah. you know, they can't mm-hmm. separate the the person who went out to have dinner with them and a drink mm-hmm. and just talk about life versus the person who's like, "Hey, I need you to get this done because it's it's top priority." Um, mm-hmm. So we, we talked about LA. Like the last time I saw you in person, it was randomly on the train. I was like, yeah. "Yo, <laughs> this is before COVID," so like, I probably if we had masks, we we wouldn't notice, but. I was like, yo, what up? And you're like, yo, what up? So you were moving to LA like literally that next week or a week after. And then you, you came back. So you talked a little bit about like getting away, seeing a different side of life. But like, what was another few reasons why you were like, you know what? I, I'm just going. And also, why did you come home? Like besides family, like that, you know, were there other reasons besides the family? Okay. So why I moved over there, you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. So why I moved over there? Um, so there was a lot of, you know, stuff going on in my life Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I just felt like, oh my God, I'm never going to get out of this. Like, as long as I stay in New York, Mm -hmm. I'm never going to be able to avoid this. Like, I feel like, you know, the situation that did occur, I'm like, oh my God, like, this is my life. You know, it's like some, I don't know if I can really talk about it, but Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if it's okay with you, but it was like some... You know, legal side. Yeah. Some stuff was going down, you know, with my brother. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, like, I'm like, oh my God, this is not the life that I want to be living. Right. This is, there has to be more. There has to just be more than what I'm seeing going to work every day, yeah. doing the same nine to five, busting my, you know, busting my back and, yeah. and getting any recognition and just feeling like I'm just, you know. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I went to visit actually with my sister okay. in 2018. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Again, fuck it. I'm just going to go for it. Might as well just, you know, I had been right. a couple times. I'm like, you know, I like being over there. So might as well, you know, try living over there. Right. So I just packed up one day and I just went. <laughs> Yo, that's so crazy. Like, I, I'm sure people who are listening to this are thinking like, I just want to pack my shit and go somewhere you can do that friends like literally listen to this story just try it like you you know if you never try it then you'll live with regret right so mm-hmm. what happened next you landed in la you're you're probably like over the moon you're like oh shit like 
I'm here. Let's do this. Like, so then what happened like, next? I was, just, I was just literally like in awe. Like, girl, you just did this. I was no. like, if you could do this, imagine what else you could do. Right. So just hopped out LAX and mm-hmm. I got an apartment. I, I had actually a friend that had just recently moved over there. So I'm like, hey, girl, what's yeah. going on? And, you know, we kind of connected over there. And we ended up moving in together. And honestly, I have no regrets. I had the best time of my life, honestly. Yeah. You could see it, like, you know, on your stories and and what you posted. Like, and, you know, even when you came back, it's almost like L.A. taught you a little bit of a different way of living. And also, like, you don't have any regrets, which is great. So you came out of there an even better, more polished, amazing person, which that's always good. Like, you know, I, I think. Before I took on the position to at Dylan's, like I had moved to Florida, and it was only for a month, so boo, mm-hmm. should have been ten months. Uh, <laughs> but I went there to get away, and I escaped my problems. I had to get away. There was a lot of shit going on. So um, you talk about like you had some issues. You ran away. Uh, all the, not ran away. You just was like, I'm out. I need a new change. I don't care what it is. I'm out. So did that help? Like being in LA, did it? Did it give you some kind of clarity of like what your next moves were? Like, talk about that. Like, how did that happen? Yeah, because like LA and and New York are completely different, aside mm-hmm. from them being across the country from each other. Yeah. But it's literally like night and day. Mm-hmm. You know how in New York you have to be on like you got that New York defense that is like Absolutely. all right, like when you on the train, you know you have to walk a certain way so you don't get hit or right. stand a certain way or you got to have a certain look on your face. And right. I feel like when I got to LA, it was like, just chill. I like, I had this carefree spirit and I was like, this feels good. Like, I don't feel like I have to, you know, of course you have to look over your shoulder because you're in somewhere new, but it's not that, you know, you know, that New York, like, oh my God, somebody's walking behind me. Like I got to be on mm-hmm. my one, twos or yeah. no, it was just so carefree. And I feel like Okay, to be honest, I feel like when I was in New York before I moved to LA, I had such a bad attitude and I had this like anger towards everybody that it's like, you said one thing to me and you were setting me off. And I was just like, this is just so out of character for me. And I'm, I'm not like, I'm not going to act like I'm a goody two shoes, but it was just so out of character for me that I was like, you know, getting in constant arguments with my brother or my mom or my sister. And I'm like, this is just so unlike me. And I'm like, maybe I need to just, just isolate myself a little bit and just get myself together so that if I'm right, I'm right with everybody else because you can't be how that, how that song goes. How are you going to be right? How are you going to be good if you ain't right with them or something like That's that? That's true. Yeah. So you know, it's, 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 you yeah, it's crazy. You say that like, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like you're no. the biggest smallest firecracker i've ever met but you have a heart of gold so it's tricky when like people are trying to set you off and you're like i'm a good fucking person like back off and mm-hmm. that, that those are the triggers and we'll get into some stress stuff in a minute but like it's a good thing la fixed some of that right like it kind of it kind of put you in at, at a humble place like yo chill the fuck out mm-hmm. you ain't got to be like that here right like everyone's just like whatever you know chill and yeah, and it made me realize how, like, I'm the problem. Like, yeah. it's not everyone around me. It's like, no, Jay, it's you. You got to fix something within yourself. Right. And just being over there, it made me realize, like, look, I moved completely away from my family. And mm-hmm. who am I thinking about all day? Mm-hmm. My family. Yeah. And I'm 
scam. I treated them so bad and like shit before I left. Yeah. I'm like, I have to do something to make that right. You know, like right. I need to, and it's not about like, oh, let me fly them out there and, and give them like, a, take them to a five star dinner. No, it's about changing myself and my attitude. That's how I can be better for them. And it's not about, you know, the glitz and stuff. It's about fixing yourself as a person, your attitude, the way that you act towards pe- people, your patience, the way you think. Every that You have to change yourself as a person before the people around you change. Wow, that's awesome. So you went to L.A. with a lot of stress. As soon as you got there, you would say things kind of went away. And slowly you got better, which is great. Um, any shout, any any type of therapy you can do in your life, friends, like is really important. And this was your therapy in a sense to go to a whole nother location in the in the in the country. But like, how else do you tackle stress? You know, like when what would you be? What would be your best advice to give someone? Like when they're like, "Damn it, I'm just overwhelmed. I, I, everything is bothering me. I'm ticked off every single day." Like, what's the best way to handle those things? Um, I always say don't let 10 seconds of anger ruin your whole day. So that's always the mindset that I try to think about. Yeah. If I'm not going to be mad about it in five minutes, then I shouldn't even like, you know, yeah. um, just wander in my mind. But me, I honestly, I listen to, um, binaural beats. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but I listen to a lot of binaural beats. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when I'm in the, like, oh my God, I'm stressed out. I write, yeah. I write a lot. Yeah. Whether it's on my computer notes, whether it's like on a little paper that I find, anything. Like if I'm walking, I write it on my phone. But the best way that I deal with stress is just writing and just not keeping it in. And I think that's what I used to do before, not express myself and just yeah. be like, you know, I got this. No one cares about my problems. Right. Let me just get on my own. And you have to stop thinking like that because there's people that care about you and there's people that want to see you do good and want to see you happy. And it's just about just talking, communicating, talking, writing a lot. I go for a lot of walks. Um, over here, I go to, there's a called Class and Point. Pretty sure you guys know about it. I go sit by the water by myself for 20 minutes, 30 minutes sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I just sit there and I listen to music and I'm like, let me just zone out. Let me just relax but and i have a car so and you know people who might not have a car i would just say take a quick walk or pop your headphones in and just listen to some mellow music just or listen to your favorite song something that gets you hype you know like take it off take a a cold shower not a hot shower take a cold shower shake it all off and just let it go let give it to God, let it go, and whatever He puts you through, He's gonna get you through. So I try not to dwell too much on things anymore because I know if I'm go if I'm going through it, I'm gonna get through it because I'm way stronger than my problems. That that, that is so powerful. Like, and you know what you said? Like, listen to your favorite music, re- you know, read or write. You can also listen back to this episode because right now we on we on a we on an inspirational train. To, yeah, to something sure. else. Podcast? Yes, for sure. <laughs> so that's that's awesome. And you talked about like knowledge, and you know, you're you're always like resetting when you're when you go to these to the to class and point. You're like, let me just reset for a second, which is great. Mm-hmm. I see you read a lot of books. I even mentioned getting Leaders Eat last book, and you got it. That's awesome. So like, what what are these books based around leadership and entrepreneurship, like, and being a better person? Like, what got you into that? Um, what got me into that? Okay, I would say a big part of it is, you know, joining my business. Yep. Well, you know, have this misconception. It's like, oh, you know, 
money, money, money. But it's like, no, I honestly can say the personal development that I've gotten since joining, you know, like venturing on my own and just being an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. just having that personal development, it, how do I, how do I say? I feel like I'm a calmer person. I feel like I'm a more knowledgeable person. And I feel like um, communicating my feelings isn't as hard anymore because I've read these books and it's like, how am I trying to say it? Let me take a second and like really get that together. Hold on. Yeah, take your time. Um, I think it's just, I don't know. You, you just, you just get to these low points in life and like sometimes talking to people doesn't do it. You can get lost in the book and just, very true. Yourself in the book and just, you know, yeah. This is me or going on, whether it's a, you know, a leadership book or whatever kind of book it is, you can just put yourself in that position and you're like, okay, this is me. I can be this person. I can be that person or, you know, just books. I get lost in the books. I can read for five hours at a time and even not even realize that it was five hours. That's crazy. But I think it's just me developing as a person, knowing how to communicate with others. And just like I said, I used to have such a bad attitude and I yeah. feel like the books I read, um, actually just finished this book atomic habits okay it's little little things it's not like drastic things to change your whole life it's little habits that you can do to change your day and it's when you wake up in the morning it's not grabbing your phone it's going to wash your face or something like that you know like so i've learned tips from books of how to change my morning and how to change my mindset to set me up for the rest of the day or the week or when i get with my team you know i have a team that i actually have so Shout out to your team, man. Y'all got a great leader, man. Y'all have no idea. (laughs) When you're a leader, you can't really have bad days. No, absolutely not. Because people look up to you and people are like, you know, if if she's feeling like this, like, how am I supposed to to follow her if she's always in a bad mood or she's always like this or like that? Absolutely. I feel like the books just help me be a better leader in terms of instead of telling people all the wrong things they're doing you can tell them in a way that's positive that it's like oh you know i I like what you did with this or i like what you did like that to make the person feel good because if you're constantly badgering them and telling them all the things they aren't doing right are they going to want to work no are they going to want to show up in the chats no Mm -hmm. are they going to respond to your messages no they're going to be like she never has anything good to say so So, why do i even bother exactly like fuck her man she's she's not a good leader she's terrible I hear yeah. you, man. We 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 know about bad leadership. Uh, we've definitely seen our fair share of those. Uh, it's possible there were times where we were both bad leaders to even people under us at the yeah. same time, you know. And it's like I remember times where you know it'd be slow and we'd be sitting at the bar, looking at each other like, "How the fuck did we get here today? Like, what the fuck's going on?" You know. And we always we always figured out a way to like get better, but you know we weren't ready yet. I know I wasn't. I mean, I, I, I can speak for me. Like, I wasn't ready. There was no way. I thought I did. I thought I wanted the brass ring. I thought I was like, yep, I can be the top guy. No way in hell. I mean, where I'm at today, I'm in a good position where I feel like, yeah, I'm a leader and I want to continue to grow. But doing this platform is only fueling that creative and leadership fire. So, like, mm-hmm. what, what advice would you give someone today to get inspired and start creating their own leadership mindset and their own path? to be successful for themselves. They don't need to do it for anybody else. Right. And that's the biggest thing. Don't do it for anyone else before you do it for yourself. Exactly. 
I think some advice I would give somebody that wants to just, you know, be on their own and do their, their own thing. Mm-hmm. I would say do it scared. You're never going to, there's never a right time to do anything. Yeah. There's never a right th- time to do anything. So anything you want to go into, just jump into it full force and just run. Nice. Just run for it and, and don't look back because what you're going to and what you're running towards is way bigger than what you left behind. And, you know, you never try. The only way you can fail is if you never try. Yep. And I think that's what a lot of, you know, I think that's what a lot, what a lot of people struggle with because we're taught, you know, when we go to school, we're taught to look for jobs. Yep. We're not taught to look for opportunities and we're not taught to, to work for ourselves and build ourselves up. We're always taught to work for somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I say to people who been thinking about whatever it is in life, whether you want to be an artist or you want to be a race car driver, listen, mm-hmm. Let the opinions go. Don't worry about what anybody else has to say. And just go for it. Because at the end of the day, the person that deals with your feelings is yourself. So if you're not happy, you can't make anybody else happy. And if you're not good within yourself, no one else around you is going to feel good. So I just say, run with whatever you want to go with. Just start it. Don't think about it. Because the more you think about it, you're going to find things wrong with it. And I just go for it. Because there's no better feeling than doing something for yourself. And working towards something for yourself. That's huge, huge. Friends, if you, like, man, if you got to go backwards on this, like, go rewind, rewind. Because that's knowledge right there. And that's something that a lot of people forget. Like, you know, you got to just get started now. One of the 10 principles of success, principle number six, is get started now. Why Mm -hmm. wait? Just go. Move to L.A. Go to L.A. for 10 months, right? It worked for Jocelyn. It might work for you. And if yeah. it doesn't, you could come back at, and shoot me a DM and be like, that was error. That was terrible. I was like, well, that's not your plan. That was her plan. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, there, was one, there was one thing I heard, actually. It was on yeah. a woman um, Hawaiian tournament okay. from, like, back in the day. It was, like, a 1984 Olympic tournament. Wow. And the lady said, anything worth having doesn't come easy, but anything worth having um, anything worth having, should you should have it now. Mm. So that means just go for it now. Why yeah. wait for it? You know, it's going to be a struggle, but it's going to be worth it in the end. Exactly. I mean, I'm planning a wedding, and you know, we're looking literally like, how is how can we afford this? <laughs> but we're 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 doing it right. Like you just yeah, put the plan out that. and you get it done. Think about you're gonna get there, and you don't yeah. think about the how. Yeah, you don't I think about the how. Nope. Times a day. <laughs> I hear that, man. I hear that. So I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but I, I did want to close out with a few things. So first, thank you for doing this. You're phenomenal. You're you're doing big things. Your team has a great leader. You've always been that leader. You just needed more time, fine tuning. You needed a reset. I mean, we all go through this shit in life, friends, where we think we we're at the top and then life smacks you right back down. Um, so give like the the listeners like some final thoughts from Jocelyn like could you give them some advice that maybe someone gave you to get you to where you are today because you know yes it is up to us to just do things uh for ourselves but there are mentors out there that help us and there are people yeah. besides your mom like you know your mom is the number one influential person in your life and no one will take that away from from her or you but there's got to be like other things you you heard and you were like yeah that's dope. I want to follow that advice because, you know, following the leader is not necessarily following the leader. It's just learning life lessons from someone. Mm-hmm. So what would that you tell people? Well, 
Um, well, I actually have a mentor myself, um, awesome. Chantel. Nice. And this girl, I'm telling you, she inspires me so much. She's working on her master's right now. Nice. She has a nine to five, um, where she helps, um, individuals fill out their immigration status awesome. on top of mentoring kids after work. So I'm like, girl, you're like a, you're more than like a trifecta. You're like a, I don't even know what you call it. She's but a you're guru. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, like everything. Um, what she tells me, and she always says this, she goes, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. We have everything to gain and nothing to lose. And this is what she tells me every every day. That's huge. It doesn't matter what I want to go for. As long as I put my mind to it and put the effort, I can get it. It doesn't matter what somebody else has or this person has. I can get it. I, whatever it is I want. I can go for it because we have the same 24 hours. And I have all everything to to put into it to gain and nothing to lose. Yeah, that's a that's huge. Thank you for you know enlightening us with that knowledge. Shout out to Chantel for for being a, an amazing mentor to you. If you yeah. have a mentor, listen, your mentor is 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 powerful in your life. If you don't have one, get one. I had one that got me to this point way before you know, what I'm doing now. And I, I hope to get them on the pod eventually, but, uh, you know, you, you need one of those, like, and that's, that's pretty dope. You so. do. Yeah. And guys, check on your mentor too, because yeah, that's true. Not always all together, but they're all together for you. So always make sure when they're checking on you, you're making sure that they're okay too. Definitely. One of the things I could tell if I could, if I could help you out in any way, uh, is cause we, we've, we've been up and down the road in, in a sense together is you always want to tell your team and, and your family members, if you're a leader in your family, friends, like sometimes you just want to ask that little simple question of, you know, let's say Jocelyn, I was talking to Jocelyn right now face to face. And I was like, hey, Jocelyn, how's Jocelyn? That question is literally mm -hmm. you getting down on a level to them and going, just tell me how you're doing. Mm -hmm. That's a reality, like a pulse check on them. That's pretty mm -hmm. important to do, guys. You need to do those things if you're going to become a leader in this world. Uh, because, you know, like Jocelyn said, if you're just one of those people that's just like, yeah, I I'm a leader, but I'm not a good person. No one's going to follow you. No one's going to help you build your brand, build their brand. They're just going to be like, yeah, no, I'm good. No, thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> Whatever. And then when she needs me, it's like, oh, heck. Exactly. Hey. Exactly. And you don't want to be that person. So, um yeah. Anyway, Jocelyn, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but I really appreciate this. Just if you want to give a shout out to to your business and also your Instagram, whatever, so people can follow you, please do because this is a platform for you to grow. Um, and I would highly appreciate uh, you shouting out your team. That would be cool. Thank you so much. I appreciate this so much. I was so excited for this and yeah. it's a pleasure. Thank you. Um, my Instagram name is D dot Jocelyn, so it's J O S H L Y N underscore. So that's my Instagram. And then shout outs to my team, Kev. Shout outs to you. Shout out to my my girls on um Dream Team New York City. If you want to check us out, our page is Dream Team Lifestyle. You can see what we do, how we do it. If you guys need a support group, you guys are looking for something different, feel free to follow me out then. We'll get you started with something different, give you some new, you know, change your mindset, yep. give you some new stuff to do, and 
change your life. Do something different. <laughs> Shout out to those girls that are doing big things. Uh, I see it all the time, and it literally makes me smile. So you guys are doing big things. I appreciate you, Justin. I hope to see you down the road at some point. And uh, thank you for doing this again. Thank you. So, to stay inspired, you can also find me on Instagram at inspirewithkev to get more positive energy. Hit subscribe to the podcast to get notifications when new content drops.